Hello, and welcome to another episode of Jimmy Eat Pod. And if you're hearing this, you have chosen poorly. I'm so sorry to tell you. You chose poorly. Well, uh, this is David, and I'm rolling solo because uh, uh, I am, uh, I guess, still on paternity leave. Um, I'm back at work, so I'm recording this on my lunch break, but Justin and I, we just can't get our schedules lined up, so we decided to do for this week, um, uh, since it's an early Orangewood Sessions song, that what if we both sort of did our own research and released our own mini-episodes? So we're going to do that to sort of make up for last week missing an episode, so I figured that's what we would do, and uh, I guess, you know, um, here I am in my room. Welcome to Jimmy Pod. Um, So anyway, Orangewood Sessions. This is a conundrum because online there's not a lot about it. Uh, It's weird because I came across it. It must have been on the old Jimmy Eat World online website that I came across. It downloaded it and had it in my iTunes library forever. And um, I figured it was a little more well-known than it seems to be. I can't even confirm that it was a Jimmy Eat World release um, for a couple reasons that I'll get into, one of which is it's not on their Discogs, and they, they have all kinds of stuff on Discogs, but they're not the authority on everything. Uh, so then um, I, I you're listening to it. It, it is Jimmy World. It sounds not too dissimilar to 1234, which according to Discogs is their first uh, actual recording. Um, and uh, I also can't nail down if this was released in 92 or 93. I saw 92 a couple places online. And then there was a Reddit user who actually is familiar with the band and grew up with them. That's saying 93. I'm inclined to believe her, but she could have also been sort of speaking off the cuff and, and saying it was around that time. Um, so Orangewood Sessions was, as far as we can tell, their very, very first recording. Um, it consists of uh, six tracks, and it's only about 13 minutes long. <laughs> um, this is the fourth of six tracks called In My Room. Uh, Justin and I sort of went back and forth about trying to decipher these lyrics because they're not available online. And since we both only have, like, I think he said they're like 44K or 32K uh, audio files. They sound terrible and we can't really make them out, but we also don't have liner notes. We, we don't even know if this was a physical release, which I could not find. We do have five other tracks to go on. Um, maybe we'll find a physical copy of this, but I don't even know that it's a physical release. So maybe there's not even liner notes and who knows if the band even remembers the lyrics to this. So, um, we don't know who produced it. And in terms of recording, I did a little bit of research. There's a couple possible places, one of which is in North Phoenix. There is an apartment building called the Orangewood Apartments. Um, I I think in my band, we recorded in our guitarist's bedroom and uh, we called it a demo. But if I were to call it anything, I'd call it Ryan's Room Demo or the West Hills Demos. Um, And maybe somebody lived in the Orangewood Apartments. But as far as I know, Jimmy World all grew up in Mesa Tempe area, which is South Phoenix. So uh, while it's a possibility, it's probably unlikely. More likely, probably, is that this was from the Orangewood Recording Studio in Mesa, Arizona, which opened in 1983. I have since reached out, and I will check my email here live on the pod. I have four unread emails. Do I have an email? No. Back from them. I don't. But I have reached out to see if they know um, about the band recording there. Is it? 
possible. It would make sense that they would have. So uh, the guy that owns that place is called Mike Coleman. Uh, They began Orangewood recording in 1983. They've recorded hundreds of albums for local, regional, and international clients. Mike has attained a high level of expertise. More to come. So Orangewood recording is on second place in Mesa, Arizona. I I imagine that this is where they recorded. Um, it sounds terrible, so but I'm assuming looking at their equipment online that Orangewood recording has come a long way since. Um, in terms of release, like I said, 92 or 93, um, and writing credits is interesting. Um, we have come to learn that Mitch Porter was the original bassist of Jimmy Eat World, and he did play bass on this. So that is great. However, did you know, in, in, in all of the writings that we can find about the band, Zach Lind has always been a childhood friend of the band, which is true, uh, and that he has always been in the band, and that is not necessarily the case. Now, whether Orangewood Sessions is technically Jimmy Eat World or not, um, there had been some talks on the subreddit with Emmy 2018 who had alluded to another couple band names, one of which was Cornbread and the other was Grimace. Now, I don't know if maybe the Orangewood Sessions could be um, attributed to either of those bands. And then therefore, technically, Zach has always been in Jimmy Eat World if this is not for sure a Jimmy Eat World release. But let's say that this is Jimmy Eat World. Let's say the Orangewood Sessions does not include Zach. So who is it? It is, mm, I believe, Justin... Uh, If you listen to Justin's portion of the podcast, I believe he says it, but I'll go ahead and pretend that he didn't say the name. Uh, It is somebody who no longer lives in state, who is still friends with the band, and he works in the medical profession. Just let the band isn't doing music anymore. However, I did do a little bit of a deep dive onto YouTube, and I just, I don't, uh, I Googled the name or something, and it came up with these amazing videos of Tom's band in high school, Tom Linton's high school band. So if you'll indulge me, I'll play a little bit of uh, this, and I'll maybe I'll save some of the uh, the other videos. The three great videos of Tom playing like an uh, a um, battle of the bands or something. So here is CC Wright, Tom Linton, Junior High Talent Show. So not even high school, Junior High Talent Show. Um, and let's take a listen to this. <laughs> So playing, this is probably circa 1990-91 at the Carson Junior High Talent Show in Mesa, Arizona. C.C. Wright. And then it says here, since died in a tragic accident after he took a bullhorn to the large intestines, bless his little heart, and then a link to that video, stay away from number nine Red Heifer's kids. I have since found out that that is a joke, but there is a very strange video eulogy to C.C. Wright, who is singing on this track. Um... 
but apparently he's alive and well. So CC Wright, come on the pod. So uh, singer CC Wright, Tom Linton, Aaron Adams, and some guy named Ted and Mason Cooper playing Sheena is a punk rocker, punk rocker by the Ramones. Um, I guess in that I have since sent the drummer's name. But anyway, don't bug the guy. Um, uh, so that's them playing Sheen is a punk rocker, 9091 at Carson Jr. High Talent Show. Tom looking exactly the same. The guy does not age. Um, and that is a trip to watch. Um, so what else? There's just not a lot online about this song. So let's talk about the structure. Very standard structure to a song. It's got a very 90s to gate punk intro. Uh, they sing a verse. They sing a chorus. They s- go back into an intro riff. They sing a second verse. Then they have another break, which I guess you could call bridge. Then the chorus. But what's interesting is the lyrics and the structure to the lyrics. So while not probably 100% accurate, the best we did was this. Back home, it's soulless all the time. What a drag. It's been messing or nesting on my mind. What a day. Whether that that's correct, we're pretty sure what a drag and what a day is correct. And what I do like is in verse two, it says, you came and stole my heart away. What a day. Is it a lesson on my mind? What a drag. And they switch dragon day, which I know seems so elementary and trivial, but it does seem like some thought was put into structuring a song. And I like that. And then the outro of the song says, why not come into my room? And they kind of dance around that and repeat it a little bit. And then they have a nice little outro. So with that, it does. you can see, again, I'm edging here. The song's not great. However, you can see that there was care and craft put into it. And they're probably, like most bands when they're starting out, trying to match some song structure that they liked. And they were like, oh, let's do that and make it sound like this. But they did it well. I think they pulled it off really well. So while it's pretty standard in elementary and it's a very quick song, it's not bad. So... Um, I also saw some YouTube comments liking it to Blink's Buddha slash Flyswatter demos, which I don't see as being bad. I actually think these sound better than those. Um, Buddha sounds fine, I guess, but Flyswatter is absolute garbage. Um, and then the last couple things, obviously there are no covers online about <laughs> of this song. And there's actually, this song is not even on YouTube, so maybe we'll upload it to YouTube. Um, but there's a, one more track called Hey You that's from the Orangewood Sessions. And I did find that there was some interesting info in both the comments and the video description. So when we get to this song, I guess we'll talk about the song. But we're talking about Orangewood Sessions. Let's get as much out of the way as we can. Um, in regards to the Hey You track, it says this song is very old and rare and was recorded during the Orangewood Sessions well before Jimmy World had released an album, I think. This was back when they were still taking most of their influences from the soft punk scenes. I really like the song, but I realize it may be only because I hold the heavy bias of being a diehard Jimmy World fan. If you don't recognize Jim's voice, that's because the current backing vocalist and guitarist is singing. He didn't say Tom, but I'm assuming he means Tom. Uh, They recorded all of their oldest songs, and most of Static prevails this way. So then, in terms of the comments... Somebody says, how did you get this song? And this guy says, a friend gave it to me. On the official Jimmy Eat World boards, they trade rare tracks around a lot. And I've seen this a lot. I don't think this is Jimmy Eat World Online. I think they had a message board that was active back in the day. And I just haven't done enough internet wayback machine digging to see if I can find any of those. Um, but I don't think they're around anymore. And this guy says, I Googled for a song their cover of Firestarter, 
And one of the top results was this list some girl had posted there with all her rare Jimmy Eat World tracks. Long story short, I got to know her and got lots of great Jimmy Eat World songs out of the deal. I'm assuming her is Caitlin, I think her name is Caitlin, pardon me if I'm getting it wrong, who used to run Jimmy Eat World online. So um, that is sort of the story behind the Orangewood Sessions. That's about everything I could come up with. Uh, really quick, in and out, track breakdown of In My Room by Jimmy Eat World. Um, if you have any questions or comments about the track, give us a call, 484-J-EAT-POD, uh, or hit us up on Twitter or Instagram. We'd love to talk to you. And uh, yeah, I guess that'll be it for me. Bye. Be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes!